2: It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, Hello and welcome to episode 625 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Fade the Public Friday. The weekend is upon us, guys. A big weekend here ahead. Uh big biting card in the UFC. We'll have some updates for you on some UFC numbers uh, going into this weekend. But we do have a big baseball day. It's the return of of Major League Baseball. Kind of got a little taste yesterday. One and one, got Detroit, which was nice. Didn't really have to sweat that one at all. Uh, San Francisco, that was a tough one because they were down big. There was a uh, grand slam. I was watching the game. Uh, Darren Ruff hit it. And they actually took the lead going into the bottom of the, it was the eighth or the ninth, but I know they blew it in the ninth Mookie Betts hits a walk-off there, so sadly, uh, couldn't get San Fran, poor one out. Did get in the WNBA, the LA Sparks, kind of a perfect example of, you know, looking for these steam moves in these niche sport markets, but Sparks opening minus one, get up to minus two, able to win that thing by, uh, by seven points but sadly cfl guys i'm starting to, i'm starting to question my uh, my commitment to cfl here because uh, we had a pretty good edge there on the over with hamilton and bc i uh, got a decent number 52 52 and a half some books even got up to 53 uh, and what happens 17 12 game so that's why uh, that's why maybe cfl maybe i got a little bit over my skis getting excited about that but still uh, i'm not going i'm not going to dismiss a sport just because you, you start off rough with the first couple plays remember WNBA, we lost our first one And I think there's probably maybe some eyes rolling, like, why are we betting WNBA? But we stick with it, and we're having a pretty good WNBA year. So I think it's important to not kind of let maybe an early couple bad beats or tough breaks kind of deter you from the overall long-term strategy that you're making. But I got to admit, CFL... Uh, I've been excited to sweat two games, 0-2 so far, so what are you going to do? But anyway, guys, a big day today on a Friday. Again, yesterday, 2-2, minus 0.54 units, so let's see if we can finish off the week uh, with a good day in the green here. Uh, But it's a big baseball day. As I mentioned, six Major League Baseball bets. I have a total that caught my eye, a windy over. Uh, We do have some favorites, but I do have some dogs. i got a couple dogs here, guys, that caught my eye. I have a dog to favorite. We have a non-division road favorite. I do have a play in the WNBA for tonight, so see see if we can run it back. I'm going to look toward one 8 o'clock game for tonight. And then lastly, of course, give you you an update there on the UFC uh, biting in the arena numbers as we get closer to another big weekend here, guys. But uh, either way, uh, another big day. Let's get after it. Housekeeping, uh, as always. And I want to just mention one thing, like uh, Massachusetts sports betting, Man, we are coming on the razor's edge here. It's 722. It's July 22nd. We have until, uh, what is it, a week from this Sunday. And my source, I'll be honest with you guys, my source is telling me it's looking good. But I'm reading some of these articles. Like if you just Google Massachusetts sports betting, and there's some kind of negativity out there. Like it's crunch time; they may not come to an agreement. So I don't even know anymore. Just like it's almost like you know that uh, Green Day song, "Wake Me Up When September Ends." Wake me up when Massachusetts actually legalizes. I I don't know how much uh, how many years off my life have been taken by you know trying to get excited about betting and then pouring cold water on it. And of course, it would be classic Massachusetts if they find a way to screw this thing up. But I'm still fingers crossed, hoping my source is real, and hoping that we get some good news here. Uh, but I got to admit, some of the articles I've read over the last 24 hours, not great. Uh, but they did pass one big climate change bill. So I think when you see a lot of these, um, you know, a lot of these bills at the end of a legislative session, there's a ton of them they have to pass. So they actually got one big one out of the way. So maybe that's a silver lining. Like you don't have to worry about that late. Maybe you can get that out of the way and focus on sports betting and some of these other ones. So fingers crossed. Uh, I think it's a good thing we're seeing some bills passed this early, and they can leave up that last week. To hopefully, figuring out a way forward with legalized sports betting. Uh, but anyway, guys, a lot to get to, as I mentioned. Big baseball day, WNBA, some UFC as we get into the weekend. But real quick, as always, housekeeping. If you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com newsletter. All you got to do is plug in your email, and then every single day you'll wake up to the best sports betting uh, newsletter, a, a vir- virtual newspaper, I guess I should call it, in all of the land. So you'll get every single day in my Market Insights column, giving you sharp reports every day. Uh, today's uh, VSIN newsletter led off with a lot of MLB coverage, second half now fully underway. You get a lot of great breakdowns with our daily MLB card uh, from Adam Burke, Derek Carty, myself, Dave Tooley, some heck- second half bets as well, uh, Steve Mackin and Matty Humans and the whole crew. You also get a run out of all the guests and shows that day, guests and hosts, uh, including, uh, you know, some good guests here on Follow the Money earlier today. Uh, But all across the the land, uh, we will be having today, I think I will be joining, what is it? I don't know who's on betting across America, today. maybe it's just me and uh, me and Pritch. Uh, But we will have uh, great guests throughout the day at VEASAN. You also get in the newsletter, promos for legal sportsbooks. Take advantage. They want your business. You want to shop for the best line. Uh, The 3M Open, the next big golf tournament. Uh, in today's newsletter, great coverage from Wes Reynolds and Brady Cannon. Hopefully, help, help you cash some bets, links to all of our city casts, uh, some great contests and proxies if you want to do some contests for the NFL season upcoming, as well as my betting education links, as always, our Betting 101 series. So, again, cost you nothing, and it's the best way to wake up, get your brain thinking about betting that day. So, make sure you sign up and tell a friend, vison.com slash newsletter. Then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, sign up for a VEASAN All Access membership. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Give it a shot. We have a 10-day free trial. If you like it, you can go monthly, or you can save uh, the most amount of money by getting the annual discount. And with that points spread Weekly, uh, or with that um, VEASAN All Access membership, you get every Point Spread Weekly magazine, which I think is one of the best around geared toward that specific week in betting. Uh, you'll also get a, um, a live stream of all the VEASAN shows. So you can tune in and watch anytime you want. To your favorite shows, <clears throat> betting across America. Uh, and then you'll also get the afternoon best bet emails. And, you know, best bet picks from guests and hosts. And one thing I've noticed in the best bet emails, you're getting a lot of NFL futures thrown at you. So I think that's really interesting. What people are looking at, you know, what overs or unders, win totals, you know, MVP bets. Uh, I've been I've been kind of running down the list and seeing some interesting plays. So another big reason to become a member. Uh, and then everything behind the VEASAN.com paywall. We will have our College football, uh, big betting guide here coming out next week. So you'll get that if you become a member as well. So it's Beeson.com slash subscribe. Then lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter's where we stay plugged into a real-time market. Uh, Twitter is a great resource here for sports bettors because it's not just, you know, what number did you get? Or it's not just what side you like. It's when did you get your your number? You know, what number did you get? And will you beat the closing line? So uh, as we know, variables happen all the time. You know, the biggest way to move a line is respected money coming in, but there can be injuries. You know, there can be weather changes. There can be trades. So with Twitter, that's the best way to keep our finger on the pulse of what's going on and hopefully jump on a number, you know, a soft number before it moves with a guy being in or out uh, or a trade or something like that. So get on Twitter. You can follow local beat reporters. You can create a gambling community through direct messaging, but make sure you follow at VEASAN live, the mothership. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, Josh at So with that being said, guys, it's a big baseball day. Let's get after it. I'm excited about the second half of the MLB season. We were talking on betting across America yesterday, where I actually enjoy betting the second half more than the first half. The first half you can have some, you know, outliers, you can have some volatility, especially in the early months like, you know, um, you know like April, May, that kind of thing. But now the second half, I think the big advantage to, for bettors is motivation. You know, knowing what teams are good, what teams are bad, what teams are, you know, pretty much giving up or, you know, bringing up their AAA guys, what teams are in a playoff race. That kind of you know unknown or, I guess, known at this point is an advantage to better. So, again, I think the line will always be the common denominator. The way the line is moving is telling you where the respective money is coming in. But there are little little things that we can pick up in the second half thinking, hey, let's bet on the good teams who are motivated. Let's fade the bad teams who got nothing to play for. That, to me, is one of your biggest edges when you're betting uh, the second half. We'll also talk some totals. You know, second half, it's hot. Uh, I'll be totally honest with you guys. We're, hitting, we're hitting breaking records in Boston right now. We are on our fourth straight 90 plus degree day. Uh, I haven't even left uh, the house or I've, I've tried to eliminate as much uh, outside movement as I can. I'm an AC guy when it's this hot, but with baseball, you know, when the heat is really, you know, uh, pounding down on pitchers and you're seeing wind blowing out and the humidity, it's a benefit's to overs. So those hot, you know, late season over, especially Coors Field. That's been a system I've looked at, late season Coors Field overs as well. So uh, maybe we'll incorporate some more totals. And I do have a windy over today, so we'll hit on that in one second. But either way, guys, six bets in MLB. Let's start running through the board. Uh, so first one for me, guys, I am looking at... Uh, da, 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 da. I'm looking at the St. Louis Cardinals. So let's go St. Louis Cardinals. I'm on the Cardinals here, guys, Lane a little bit of a juice price on the road. But I noticed a big steam move towards St. Louis. So this is Wainwright against Ashcraft going up against the Reds. Cardinals open around minus 135, Been up to around minus 145. Some books are even up to minus 150. So we've seen that movement in favor of St. Louis. This would match a road favorite. Um in general road favorites 305 and 195, 61%, a three percent ROI. Uh you also get these road favorites who made the playoffs their opponent did not. That would also qualify with St. Louis. 159 and 84, 65%, and 8% ROI. Uh so that's a good a couple of good systems there. We have a line move towards St. Louis. Then you look at the pitching matchup. Adam Wainwright, though Ageless Wonder here. You know, Zidano Chara, Tom Brady. Well, how about Adam Wainwright? Six and seven. Uh, an ERA of three. Uh, so again, not a great winning record, but a nice ERA three. Uh, facing Ashcraft, who's six, uh, who's four and two with a four point four five ERA. Uh, St. Louis has really had the Reds' number this year. They're six and two head to head against the Reds. You also get St. Louis. They're thirty and fourteen as a favorite, and they're forty and thirty five against right-handed pitchers. On the flip side, the Reds twenty seven and, and forty four as a dog, twenty five and forty. Against right handed pitchers. So the favorite and against righties benefits St. Louis. The dog against righties uh, is a negative towards Cincinnati. You also get the bats in this matchup. Uh, St. Louis hitting 251, only 239 for the Reds, and a big advantage here on the bump. Not just the starters, but your relievers. Team ERA with the Cardinals of 3.75, a 5.30 team ERA for Cincinnati. So that is a big, big number there. Uh, next one for me, guys. I told you I had a windy over. We're going to Philadelphia. Let's go to Philly, guys. I'm taking the Philly over 9. What jumped out to me with this one, this is uh, Steel against Gibson, Cubbies uh, at Philly. And this is kind of a classic system uh, match here for the weather, the wind blowing out, and really the heat is a big part of this too, as well as an edge for Citizens Bank ballpark. So if you look at this uh, Philly-Chicago Cubs game, it opened at 9 total, minus 110 both sides. Now it's nine over minus 115. I see one book nine over minus 120. So all this juice movement and liability has been toward the over, which you'll love to see here. Uh, and then also, in, in terms of a weather based play, it's going to be really hot in Philadelphia. A game-time temperature, I think, is 94 degrees, and it's going to kind of stay in the 90s the entire night. Uh, so you have that heat system match. Again, the whole point with the heat is that your pitchers are baking out there in the sun, sweating. Uh, I'm not going to say sweating. There's something off, but that's pretty much what they're doing. Whereas your hitters, you know, they're in the dugout. They're getting ready for their turn at bat. They got the you know the wind, or not the AC, but well, I guess you can walk into the clubhouse get the AC, but you got a fan on you. You're in the shade. That's a big advantage to the, the hitters over the pitchers, but it's not just the heat, it's the wind in this one, guys. You look at Citizens Bank Ballpark tonight in the 90s, also wind blowing out 10 miles an hour to dead center or kind of dead right center. Uh so again, that would match heat, wind blowing out, and also Citizens Bank Ballpark. Citizens Bank Ballpark is one of your best over stadiums, guys. If you look in particular, uh over the last te- uh, over the last thing it's five years here, you can go back even 10, it's kind of similar. But Citizens Bank Ballpark. Uh, When the wind is blowing out at least five miles an hour at Citizens Bank, the over is 61%. So I'm rooting for some runs here, guys. We got liability to the over. Uh, You know, two decent pitchers, but, you know, they've been knocked around here a little bit with Steele and Gibson. Uh, But I'm expecting a lot of runs in this one. Let's go over nine with a weather, a windy over, hot over Citizens Bank ballpark Wind blowing out over match. Give me Philly over nine. Next play for me, I told you I had some dogs. This one might might sound sound crazy, guys, but I think there's a reason to bet it. Give me the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, I regret a little bit that I haven't gotten in, you know, more on this Baltimore Orioles win streak. They've been uh, ridiculous here. They're now, if you believe it, uh, I guess they're even. They're 500 now, 46 and 46, because they lost two of their last three to Tampa to end the uh, the first half here. Uh, but this is not your your you know your grandfather's Orioles. Or, I don't know, someone younger than you, I guess. Uh, but this Orioles team, they're feisty, and they got a little bit of a line move tonight against the Yankees. I'm going to take a shot on the Orioles' On the money line, guys, this is tie-on against Wells. Uh, this opened Yankees minus 165 on the road. It's down to Yankees minus 150. So we've seen about a 15-cent steam move toward Baltimore, opening at plus 150, and now they're down to around plus plus 1 uh, plus 140, plus 135. So this is notable because everybody's betting the Yankees. Uh, Yankees are getting across the market, or specifically at DraftKings, using our vsan.com bet splits. They're getting 86% of bets. Everybody's on the Yankees tonight. Yet, why is this line dropping? This is kind of a classic reverse line move only 14% of bets yet, you know, the the line is moving toward the team getting only 14%. So Baltimore also would match kind of a classic divisional dog high total. Uh, the total in this one, it was actually some under money. It opened 9.5. It's down to 9. It's just up under. It may get down to 8.5. But still, just by definition, that's a higher total with a divisional dog, where divisional dogs bark much louder than non-division dogs because of that built-in familiarity uh, leveling the playing field. Uh, but also, it's kind of a rest-versus-tired matchup, guys. Uh, if you noticed, we did come through yesterday with, um, with the Astros game 2 doubleheader. Uh, who uh, was a favorite and who won the previous game? That was a nice sweep there. If you played Astros, and that was a late move too. I, I got down on the Astros late. Saw them get up to like minus 130 in game two. But anyway, Yankees had to play a doubleheader yesterday. They and it was at Houston. Now they got to travel, you know, pretty far across country to Baltimore. Meanwhile, Baltimore has been off since the break. So you have a team off a doubleheader who played two games and had to travel versus an O's team that I don't think they had too many All Stars there. But they've been waiting in Baltimore for this game. So I think it's a big rest-versus-tired advantage for Baltimore. You also get the pitching matchup. You feel like Jamison Tyon's the better pitcher, 10-2, 3.86 ERA. Good record here. But he's made three starts in July. He's got a 6.61 ERA. He's been getting knocked around. Meanwhile, Taylor Wells, who's pitching for Baltimore, 7-5, 3.38 ERA. And Baltimore is 8-1 in the last nine starts with Taylor Wells. So, uh, again, everyone on their mother on the Yanks today, give me the O's here. It would be nice if we could cash a nice little O's. Uh, plus 135, plus 140. Uh, but give me Baltimore here, guys. Uh, I got plus 138 for the O's. Next play for me. I got another dog for you. Uh, very similar. This is now uh, kind of a road, uh, sorry, a divisional dog reverse line move to the road team, not the home team. But I'm going to take a shot on the Cleveland Guardians. The Guardians are on the road tonight at the Chicago White Sox. This is Quantrill against Giolito. Uh, again, flip it, but it's very similar to the read on the, like, basically think of it this way. If you like Baltimore, you probably like Cleveland today. So Chicago um, White Sox, they open around a minus 165 favorite. Ironically, it's almost the same number too. Uh, but now the White Sox are all the way down to minus 145. That's notable because they're getting two thirds of bets. So public's all over the Chai Sox. Yet the payout, or basically the line that the odds makers are giving you for chalk, is getting smaller. So think of it this way: If everyone's already betting Chicago, why are the odds makers giving you a lower, better number to sweat Chicago? Tells me that there's some respected money here on the Road Dog Guardians. Uh, so the Guardians have gone from around plus 150 down to plus 135. Uh, they would match as a road division dog with a line move in their favor. You don't really have the high total too much. It's eight and a half. It is juiced up under with some under liability. Uh, but I do like the pitching matchup. You know, Giolito isn't the Giolito from a few years ago when the kid was great. He's six and five, four point six nine ERA. But also the White Sox are just two and five in Giolito's last seven starts. Uh, so I don't think it warrants a big minus number with Giolito. On the flip side, Cal Quantrill is 6-5, and 3.75 ERA. But if you look at the team, how they perform when he's on the bump, they're 6-3, the Guardians, his last nine starts. And you do have Cleveland, who's had the number of Chicago this year. Cleveland is 6-3 and head-to-head against the White Sox. So I'm going to take a little plus money in this one, guys. Give me the Cleveland Guardians. Got the Guardians at plus 135. You can also look at it, at, at, uh, at it this way. Would it be great if we could get both the Orioles and Cleveland as plus money? Absolutely. But kind of the thought process here, and the beauty of incorporating some dogs, you go one in one, you go one in one with favorites, you're down some units, or you're, you're down, you know, any kind of money uh, based on those minus numbers. You go one in one with a couple dogs that are plus one thirty-five, you know, one in one, you stack a third of a unit. That's kind of the beauty of some of these dogs. Now the whole point is they got a bark for you. Uh, so let's go Cleveland. I'm on Cleveland plus one thirty-five. Next play for me this is kind of a classic one, and this is one of my favorite plays of the day. Uh, these last two are. Give me Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay on the road at Kansas City. I'm a little worried because this line seems so low, so I'm thinking, is it fishy or what's going on? But still, we do have movement toward the Rays. The Rays are on the road at the Kansas City Royals. Tampa opened on the road around a minus 115 road favorite. They're up to minus 125. Some shops are even closer to minus 130. So the line is creeping up toward Tampa Bay. Uh, They would match our number one system this year, non-division road favorites, 163 and 99, 62% overall. Uh, A couple other systems here, road favorite who made the playoffs, the opponent did not. That's 65 percent uh, with an 8 percent ROI, so it also match here with Tampa Bay, uh, and then also Tampa uh, pitching matchup. Rasmussen uh, five and three, 3.22 ERA facing Keller five and nine, 3.96 ERA. But Rasmussen has been really good in July. In three starts in July, he's got a 2.45 ERA. Uh, also, the team ERA of Tampa has been much better. This includes their bullpen, uh, 3.37 versus almost five. It's a 4.80 uh, for uh, for Kansas City, and also some splits here. Tampa Bay as a favorite, 37-23. They're 40-29 and 29 against righties. Kansas City, 25-47 and 47 as, as a dog, just 24-42 and 42, uh, against right-handed pitchers here. So uh, add it all up, guys. We got Tampa with a nice uh, line move in their favor in a non-division road favorite system match. Give me Tampa Bay. I got Tampa Bay at minus 127. And then last play of the night for me, guys, Texas Rangers. I'm going to ride the Rangers once again. Played the Rangers yesterday. That was a sharp report play. I hope hopes, you guys did read the sharp report because that was an early game from yesterday, uh, which was a nice winner. They won 8-0. Uh, but I'm going to take Texas tonight. They're on the road at uh, Oakland. I don't love the pitching matchup. I'll be honest with you, Spencer Howard, uh, not the greatest pitcher in the world. Hopefully he is tonight, 1-1, 6.97 ERA, facing Cole Irvin, 4-7, and 3.21 ERA. So it doesn't feel like the pitching matchup is in Texas' favor, uh, but the line is going in their direction. So Texas actually opened around a plus 105 dog or even money. Now they're minus 115, minus 115 favorites. That is a dog-to-fave line move in favor of the Texas Rangers. Uh, They would match a favorite low total. So total in this one is 7.5 juiced up under. looks like there's some under money coming in on this one. Uh, This would also be a rest-first tired. You know, Texas did play yesterday, but Oakland played a doubleheader yesterday. So one team is coming off two games yesterday. One team is just coming off one. You know that is a bit of an advantage there in favor of Texas. Now Texas had to travel, obviously, from uh, Miami to uh, to Oakland, so maybe that negates it a little bit. But Oakland's kind of that you know off tired uh, doubleheader type spot. Uh, but also you look at kind of this the uh, the tenants of this game. Big advantage here with the bats of Texas. Like maybe they you know theoretically the, the line is dropping or juice is dropping, so it's an underplay. But uh, maybe the bats of Texas are the advantage here. They're hitting 240 versus just 211 there for Oakland. Uh, Texas is seven and three head to head against Oakland, so they've had their number. Uh, and then also, you know, I told you I'm not a big Spencer Howard fan, but Oakland uh, is pitching lefty here, and Texas is actually pretty good against lefties. Texas is 17 and 13 against lefties. Uh, it doesn't sound amazing, but they're four games above 500 against righties. They're just 25 and 36, so overall they're seven games below 500, but they're actually four games up facing lefties. So maybe that's the angle. Texas has hit southpaw as well, uh, and also it's a fade Oakland play. Uh, 27 and 52 as a dog. 22 and 43 versus right-handed pitchers. Just 12 and uh 12 and 33 at home. One of the worst home teams in baseball. So you add it all up, guys. Got a nice dog to fave line move toward Texas. Give me the Texas Rangers here. I'm on the Rangers. Got them at minus 114. Uh, there you have it, guys. Our six pack in MLB. Can we get four of these? Can we get a couple of these dogs to bark? Give me St. Louis minus 145. Philadelphia, windy, hot. Over, over nine. Baltimore, get some dogs to bark. Uh, plus one thirty eight, Cleveland dog to bark plus one thirty five, Tampa minus one twenty seven on the road, and Texas a small juice price minus one fourteen. Uh, there you have it, guys. First half of the pot here in the books. Gonna take a very very short break. When we get back, I got a WNBA play for you. So let's see if we can get back into uh, the WNBA arena after a nice win last night with the Sparks. Don't go anywhere. When we return, talking WNBA and a little bit of UFC updates. When we return, episode six hundred and twenty five of the Veasan market insights podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, betting from a data-driven contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us guys. We'll be right back. All right, everyone. We are back at it after a short break here, guys. We started our pod uh, looking toward today with a bunch of MLB sweats. Excited about hopefully some of these dogs hitting some uh, some sharp moves here on some favorites, and again something to lean on and look look toward for system matches. Maybe we'll get one a day. We'll see if this heat if this uh, you know this heat wave continues. But those hot you know, weather-based total plays to the over, like that Philly over nine today, something to look out for uh, moving forward. But either way, guys, uh, yesterday, as we mentioned, two and two, minus 0.54 units. Remind me, uh, CFL, to tread lightly like Walter White style. Uh, But anyway, guys, trying to go into the weekend here on a hot note, on a high note. uh, We talked MLB, St. Louis, Philly over, Baltimore, Cleveland, Tampa Bay, Texas, now let's go over to a couple niche markets, or maybe not niche, but uh, WNBA certainly, but CFL or, um, or sorry UFC, a little bit bigger of a market in general. Uh, but I made a system-based play on a an injury-based play, uh, not as much assistant play, but an injury-based play on the Sun-Lynx game. So what, no- what I noticed here, guys, is an 8 o'clock game in the WNBA. See if we can make it two in a row uh, if we got a nice Sparks win yesterday. But what jumped out to me is you know right off the bat, Connecticut and Minnesota. Connecticut, really good record, 17-9, I believe. Uh, Minnesota, I think they're, what, 10-14. So this game opened, uh, the Connecticut sun laying 3, at one point, they even got up to minus 5, minus 4.5, minus 5. And then, as I'm getting ready to break down uh, and get my notebook out and start talking about all of our pod plays, I see this line tank all the way down to a pick'em. I even see some shops going to links minus 1. So what was going on here? I obviously, you know, pulled up, dialed up Twitter, uh, sent a DM to my buddy Tim Fraley, who is uh, one of my wise guy buddies when it comes to UFC and all sports in general, uh, or sorry, WNBA in general. But uh, I noticed that the star player, for the Connecticut Sun, John Quell Jones. I believe she was the MVP last year. Averages 15 points a game, one of the best players in the WNBA. She's out. She will not be playing tonight. I believe it's COVID protocols. I think she missed the last two games as well. But with John Quell Jones out... That's what caused this line move. The Sun opening minus three, you know, getting up to minus five at one point, all the way down to a pick 'em or even a minus one at some shops for Minnesota. So it's not just, you know, hey, take the Minnesota Lynx because the best player is out for the Sun, but well, there's also kind of an advantage here in terms of rest first tired. Like if you look at the Sun, uh, the Sun, they last played on the 19th, so they've only had three days off. Uh, the Lynx last played on the 17th, so they're rested. But if you even date back further than that, uh, the Sun are playing their fourth game in eight days and their third game in six days. So they've been playing a lot of basketball here, whereas the Lynx, they're just playing their third game in eight days. Uh, and again, they haven't played since the 17th. So you have a rest-first-tired advantage spot for the Lynx. The Lynx are at home. Uh, the Lynx are uh, fully you know, healthy and everyone's ready to go here, whereas the Connecticut Sun are down their best player, and that's really what caused this big line move toward Minnesota. So with the rest-first-tired advantage, with this good line move, with the Sun – uh, minus their MVP and the MVP of the league. I'm going Minnesota links tonight, guys. Give me the links. Shop around. This is also, you know, you as a better, what you feel more comfortable with. You know, if you're at a pick'em, you know, always compare the pick'em uh, to the money line price. You might be able to save a little bit uh, of juice. One might be minus 110. One might be minus 105, minus 115. Uh, some shops are minus one links. If you're a minus one, I'm going to go money line here. But my angle would be play the links, and then it's up to you. You know, if you want to save some juice. And such a short number, I'm always with the opinion of when it's a one pit 1.2-point you know kind of line, it could be a tight game. Maybe you go to overtime, who knows. But I want to go money line there and just know that, hey, I just want to win that game. So uh, hashtag win the damn game. I'm on the Minnesota Lynx. Shop around. I got the links out of Pick'Em, minus 110. Uh, so let's go Minnesota with Connecticut's best player out. Now, for a big biting weekend in the UFC, we are already holding our guy, the Joker, uh, Jack Hermanson uh, in pocket here. Jack Hermanson had a really good line move. He's fighting Chris Curtis. Uh, Jack Hermanson at one point open, getting some plus money. Like I saw some shops as high as like plus 115. He's now uh, around minus 110, minus 115. Reminder here, Hermanson's checking off quite a few boxes. He's 34. His opponent's 35. He's six one. His opponent's 5'8". He's got an eighty 78-inch reach versus 76-inch reach uh, for Curtis, uh, Chris Curtis. So uh, to put the cherry on top, Of course, we had Gamble and Lou, our guy, on Betting Across America yesterday. I had thrown this game at Gamble and Lou via Twitter, slid into Lou's DMs, and he confirmed it on yesterday's program that he also likes Hermanson here. So uh, we had this in pocket from a few days ago, but still sweating and rooting for our guy Hermanson. You can get him now around minus 110, minus 115. Still sweating Hermanson this weekend. By the way, he's getting 57% of bets but 67% of the money. Uh, so another good bet split there from our, uh, our numbers at DraftKings, uh, Visa.com slash bet uh, or or uh, Visa.com slash splits. Uh, and then I added one more, guys. There's one more uh, play that caught my eye, and it's uh, sometimes late evolving plays to me. Uh, I put some stock into percentages more because, uh, you know, if you look at percentages on a Monday leading up to a Saturday bout, uh, fight card, don't mean a ton because uh, the bets are low. But when you get the data on a Friday – that sometimes can be meaningful because we've had all week to let these bets build up and come in. Uh, so my addition today, uh, adding my second play in the UFC this weekend, I'm going to sweat Nikita Krylov, uh, Kirilov, Krylov. Uh, so Nikita Kirilov or Krylov again, I always screw up these names here. He's fighting Alexander Gustafson. This is kind of a really interesting thing dynamic here going on with with Krylov. Uh, Krylov opened around minus 190. One book open minus 185. He's up to around minus 200. So we have some line move in favor of Krylov. Uh, he is younger, 30 years old. His opponent is 35. Now, he doesn't have the height and the reach. He's 6'2", his opponent 6 6'4". He's got a 78-inch reach. opponent has a 79-inch reach. So we have the line move, and we have the youth. We don't have the height, and we don't have the reach. But at vsun.com bet splits, this is, or sorry, actually, this is from uh, BetMGM, who sent us this data. A massive, massive, massive low bets, higher dollars bet split. Uh, Kryloff here is getting 32% of bets at BetMGM, but 87% of the money. Now, you always you know, get, catch my eye when you are a contrarian favorite. Almost always you're going to see a vast majority bets on the favorite. Again, if you're going to put your hard-earned money down, you want to bet on, quote-unquote, the better player, the better team. Uh, and again, you, you, when a favorite wins, you're like, why don't I just play the favorite? Now, that doesn't always happen. We know that. Uh, but the fact that you're getting a favorite, only getting 32% of bets, that means the public is all over this trendy dog, Alexander Gustafson. And Gustafson, if we saw this line tank, then okay, maybe it's not just you know public love. Maybe there's some respected money. But no, really that huge bet split, 32% bets, 87% money on Krylov, you never really get. And again, when it comes to UFC, if you're giving me a contrarian favorite, getting less than half the tickets, that's pretty much an auto bet every time. But here's where it gets even a little more interesting. Uh, Krylov has the experience. Even though he's 30, his opponent's 35, he's fought 36 times in the UFC, only 25 for Gustafson. Uh, Gustafson has been out, I believe, for like two years. He hasn't fought. His last win came in 2017. Um, And Gustafson, he is also going down. He was a a heavyweight fighter. Now he's a lightweight fighter. So uh, you kind of have Krylov in his wheelhouse versus Gustafson uh, changing, um, uh, changing, uh, you know, kind of weights here. So sometimes that can trip up some fighters if you're all about your body and uh, kind of the opponent in a certain weight class. You go up or down, that can kind of throw you off a little bit. So that's another thing Gustafson's up against. Then also reading up on this bout here, big advantage on the mat. The grappling here for Krylov is much better than Gustafson. We have a a younger fighter with a line move that's super contrarian, a big low bets, higher dollar bet split. uh, And we have more experience and Gustafson lack of experience has not fought here in a while, and again, the big advantage, from what I've read, is is on the mat here. So I'm gonna take uh, Nikita Krylov. Give me Nikita Krylov. Uh, I got him at minus 200. So my two bite, uh, two my my two bites, my two fights bouts in biting in the UFC are Hermanson. Got Hermanson around minus 110, minus 115, and Krylov minus 200. Again, always bet trust, not bet to win. Risking one unit, trying to get a half unit back. Uh, there you have it, guys. The weekend is upon us. Hope you guys uh, got some great plans here and are taking it easy or doing something fun or staying cool. Actually, right after Betting Across America, I'm going to put uh, Metal Pup in the car uh, and pick up the fiancé, and we're going back to Western Mass to see my family. Uh, so it should be a lot of fun. We're actually going to Tanglewood, which is uh, this outdoor concert kind of thing I've been to a million times. I haven't been to in years, but my parents are uh, putting up putting up a nice uh, little picnic spread listen to some music there on the lawn. So I'm excited about that, Uh, but hope you have a great weekend. But before we get out of here, guys uh, reminder, if you enjoy the pod, if it's helped you cast some bets, if it's helped you to kind of think through numbers and feel like you have a little bit more of an edge. You're not just blindly throwing darts, but you have a model. You have a blueprint. You're looking for, you know, sharp contrarian opportunities. You're looking at line movement, percentages, betting systems. Maybe you're a flat better. Now used to parlay everything, whatever it may be. If the pod has helped you in any way, there's one thing I ask of you buy my book. Go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys. It's got everything I've learned in the the, uh, industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, uh, chapters on all the major sports as well, as well as kind of a, a kind of a, a thought process of the mental game, of what it takes to be a grinder with blinders, is what uh, my buddy Dan B used to say. Uh, but either way, guys, if you want to pick one up, it would mean a lot to me. If you already have, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brooklyn, New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in newly legalized Connecticut. Dear God, I'm worried about these reports I'm reading about Massachusetts pouring cold water on legalization. Hopefully we get it done. Don't screw it up. Don't do it to me again. I can almost feel it. I can feel the bad beat coming on. That's what makes me scared here. Uh, but hopefully I'll be surprised in a, in a positive way. Uh, or, of course, breaking new handle records every day in the great state of New York. Out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners. We were able to get a hot dog last night. I wanted to, but San Fran blew it for us. Um, but, of course, with the lowest juice possible, has found the South Point. Uh, or Stadium Swim, with your feet in the pool, sweating sharp contrarian plays with the crew, with Stormy, uh, with the big screen, getting a victory burger, or Westgate, Mandalay Bay, my two other favorite books in Vegas. Wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. Don't show me, the 40, don't show me San Fran and do not show me that CFL ticket. But show me an L.A. Sparks ticket. That was a nice one. Show me a Detroit Tigers getting it done. You can't lay a minus 145 with the terrible Detroit Tigers. Yes, you can. Sharp move came through for us. So I wish you the best of luck, guys. First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. So Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. I wish you the best of luck. Have a fantastic weekend. Stay safe. Stay cool. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Uh, And, of course, my parting words, as always, stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. We're playing a long game here. And over the long haul, Sharps will win them between 55 and 60%. That's why we want to be with the respected money and never against it. But if we can do that, find that sweet spot against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that consistently, we're going to be okay long-term, guys. So have a great weekend. Good luck. Uh, And my parting words, as always, don't forget to tip your ticket writer. Have a great weekend, everyone. Hope to see you betting across America 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern time today. Uh, And then after that, we'll be back at it on Monday. Have a great weekend, everyone, and good luck.
0: 18 plus.